Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And a good Sunday morning to you. Welcome to Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and by the Yard Outdoor Furniture. We'll talk to Jim in just a moment. Danny Long here with some fall birding tips from Pam and Lee at Cardinal Corner, uh, reminding us, keep out those bird baths, and you might want to put out some white millet to attract those migrating birds. And please, they always say, keep the bird feeders clean to prevent diseases. And if you are uh, holiday gift shopping, a lot of folks are doing that already, you got to stop by Cardinal Corner. They have a huge selection of beautiful bird baths, nature gifts, unique art. They've got, let's see, handbags, jewelry, home and kitchen decor, so many things you really will find yourself browsing for quite some time. And, of course, the birds love the seed from Cardinal Corner. It is, without a doubt, the freshest. And if you have not subscribed to their monthly newsletter yet, it's free. Great tips, all sorts of stories and tips from cardinalcorner.com. Subscribe there. Cardinal Corner is open seven days a week. Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center location, 651 655-6556. You can call them or visit them online at cardinalcorner.com. You will see that Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. And good morning to you, Jim Gilbert. Ah, good morning. It's a nice, crisp, clear morning. Oh, what did your car thermometer read this morning on the way to work? Well, it was really a balmy 10. And then then I uh, get here... And we well, last hour was six. Now the weather service says it's officially seven degrees. Okay, well we've got six here. <laughs> Clear skies, not much wind on the northwest side of Lake Waconia, thirty miles west of downtown Minneapolis. Big sheets of ice are forming on Lake Waconia this morning. I don't know if this will be freeze up day or not because, you know, if the winds come up like are predicted these sheets of ice could blow off in a hurry. So we'll just have to wait and see. But really, literally hundreds, if not thousands, of CCO land lakes are frozen over, and we'll get into that a little later. But Sandy and I are really looking forward to hosting that trip to France next August 3rd to the 12th. And again, for more information, visit defineddestinations.com or call 651 651- Three nine eight nine three five eight. Um, I'm looking. Oh, there's so many things. Normandy, um, Paris, the Loire Valley, Monet's Garden, Giverny. That I is that that is going to be a great trip. I know you've been there and you enjoyed it, didn't oh, I, you? Just oh yes, I could go there today. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, you're going to have a great oh, time. Great time. Well, sunrise is coming here in a little over two minutes. 7.15 is sunrise. Sunset is 4.41. So today in the Twin Season area, we have 9 hours and 26 minutes of daylight. We're losing daylight at the rate of about 2.5 minutes per day and have lost 17 minutes of daylight since last Sunday. And now the total is 6 hours and 10 minutes 
of our precious daylight <laughs> has been lost since the summer solstice on June 21st. We still have 40 more minutes of daylight to lose um, until the winter solstice on the 21st of December. The normal high for day is 40. The normal low is 25. Records for today, on November 18th in the Twin Cities, high 68. That happened twice, 1904, again in 1941. Record low for this date, on November 18th in the Twin Cities, minus 4. That happened 127 years ago, 1891, minus 4. The most precipitation was 0.82 inches, and that was uh, 1981. The most snow that's fallen on the Twin Cities uh, in recorded history happened 61 years ago. 7.6 inches fell on this date, 1957. We've got this waxing gibbous moon that's set at 1.52 a.m., Danny was still sleeping. I, I did not see it this morning. Yes. No. <laughs> okay. And it rises again at 2.52 uh, this afternoon. Our next full moon is this coming Thursday, November 22nd, which is also Thanksgiving Day. Lots of things happening outside right now. Uh, Diane and Dave Herring, who live near Waterville, said that yesterday they woke up to about two inches of new snow the first real snow cover of the season. Horseshoe Lake nearby, Waterville, froze over Tuesday, November 13th. Diana reminds us that November clouds can result in colorful sunrises and sunsets. At 5.15 on Wednesday, November 14th, she described the sunset as shades of hot pink and very beautiful. Low sun angle now makes driving more difficult in mornings and afternoons. I'm sure many of you noticed that one. This is the time to wrap the trunks of young trees, especially fruit trees, uh, for protection from both sun and rodent damage. Evergreens such as pines, spruces, firs, and yews all add much interest to the mid-November landscape. Wind spread countless common milkweed and cattail uh, seeds on their carriers. Native red cedar trees, and red cedar trees, by the way, are a type of juniper, have taken on uh, sort of a purplish-brown look for winter. The rutting season of the white-tailed deer reaches its peak during the last two weeks of November. Flocks of cedar waxwings feed on crabapple fruit. Green and silver Russian olive leaves have been falling in numbers the last few days. Flying squirrels don't hibernate. Because they are strictly nocturnal, we rarely see these restless little squirrels. However, they are common woodland creatures and are found in urban areas, you know, of mature trees. So right right even near near the downtown areas of Minneapolis and St. Paul, you can find flying squirrels. They readily come to wildlife feeding stations for seeds and suet. A spotlight aimed on your feeders will not keep them away, but will give you an opportunity to watch them feed.
the flying squirrels. Wonderful. Much of the information on climate, weather history, astronomy, and phenology that I've been using again this morning is from the Freshwater Society's Minnesota Weather Guide and Environment Calendars. The 2019 editions of both the wall and engagement calendars are available at book, gift, and wild food, wild bird stores throughout Minnesota and western Wisconsin. That would be including Long Lake Conservation Center near Palisade, Minnesota, Majors and Quinn Booksellers in Minneapolis, the University of Minnesota Landscape Arboretum, a couple of miles west of Chanas along State Highway 5, um, and North Wind Book and Fiber, Spooner, Wisconsin. Next Saturday, November 24th, I'll be at McIntoon's Fine Foods here in Waconia, signing weather guides from 11 to 1. Oh, I don't even know what to start with. There's so many things here. <laughs> On the first calm, freezing day or night, after a particular pond or lake reaches 39 degrees throughout, an ice cover will form. Oh, the sun is just coming up and watching over Lake Waconia. Um, hundreds, no doubt thousands of lakes have frozen over already in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Many lakes are still wide open or have had partial to, to full ice cover but have opened up again. We all need to be reminded of lake and pond ice safety and then, in turn, remind those around you, especially children. It takes at least four inches of new solid ice in contact with stationary water. So it's, it's really critical not to be walking across streams and, and uh, rivers. That's not stationary water. So it takes four inches of new solid ice in contact with stationary water for safe skating, walking on, or ice fishing. Eight to 12 inches of new solid ice in contact with stationary water is needed for a car or small truck. You don't want to fall through the ice. Cold water saps body heat 25 times faster than air of the same temperature. In 32-degree water, a person will last about 15 minutes before losing consciousness. Please, everybody, be careful around and on the ice. Um, Dan Nybauer notes that Brant Lake in Waconia froze over Tuesday, November 13th. Last year was December 7th. Doug McNaught reports that Long Lake, that's located in the village of Long Lake and Orono, the villages of Long Lake and Orono in Hennepin County, froze over this past Wednesday, the 14th. Last year's freeze-up for Long Lake was December 7th. Gary Gray reports that Gladstone Lake near Nisswa and Merrifield, um, and that's in Crow Wing County, froze over this past Tuesday, November 13th. Last year was November 10th. Tom Thielgis, who lives on the shore of Gilmore Lake, um, near Dorset in Hubbard County, reports that freeze-up was November 13th for Gladstone Lake and nearby Lake Ida. And Virgil Lears, who lives next to Cedar Lake, that's near Morristown in Rice County, not too far from Faribault. Um, freeze-up was November 13th, 
He also t- said that Wells Lake in Faribault froze over November 10th in nearby Shields Lake November 14th. I've got many more of these, but this gives you an idea of some of the freeze updates around the state. And like you always remind folks, be careful out there. Oh, yes. Be careful, please. Can't be careful enough. Well, before yeah. we talk about uh, by-the-yard patio furniture, which is a great time of year to do that, any time of year, got a nice note you did, uh, Jim, from uh, Myron and Holly from Eden Prairie, who said they had a rose-breasted grosbeak in their backyard every day from October 29 until November 15. Wow. Uh, is that kind of late, very late for the grosbeak to still be here? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Most rose-breasted grosbeaks left us for uh, uh, Central America and the northern part of South America. They, In many ways, most of them left in September. Oh, wow. Early September. All right, thanks, yes. Myron and Holly. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about gift-giving time. It's hard to believe it's that time of year, but... If you uh, have like a by the yard fire table, for example, Jim and I recommend maybe a lazy Susan, hundred and four oh, oh, bucks, yeah. or an elegant glass lid, just seventy dollars when you're using your table, maybe for hors d'oeuvres or wine. Now, if you have by the yard Adirondack chairs, that uh, Jim and I talk about that all the time, they have a new accessory, an Adirondack cup holder, forty nine dollars, and uh, you, your kids can afford to get you two of them, really at that rate. <laughs> uh, have a glider. You can stop fighting over your uh, autumn and your gliding autumn and get another one. And if you're a gardener, drop hints for the last planter you will ever need, a by-the-yard planter, many sizes, dozens of color combinations. And keep in mind, if you tell your family, why don't you just give me a gift card, I'll pick up my own furniture. Uh, in <laughs> fact, you can receive a free $10 gift card for every $100 they spend on you. So uh, get on the web or have them do it. And see what Jim and I tell you about every week. Buytheyard.net. It's a family-run business. They make this comfortable, maintenance-free furniture. It's got a 35-year warranty. See what Jim and I tell you about every week. Get on the web. Get that free color catalog. Get on the web at buytheyard.net. All right, Jim, we have a few minutes to go here. You know, I'm just, uh, the sun is, is is over Lake Waconia now. It's just beautiful. And then I'm looking at our Buy the Yard furniture. and You know, it sits out there and it looks like new. Yeah, for years it <laughs> looks I, like that. And as I've said, we've had some terrific winds this fall. Ours hasn't moved a millimeter. <laughs> Very substantial, for sure. Yes. Well, my brother David reports from Lake George. This is a, a beautiful lake about seven miles east of Itasca State Park. He reports uh, he and his wife Nancy uh, are, you know, they're feeding birds, but they've got a dozen wild turkeys that visit their feeding station. That's he said, this is so unusual up north to see these wild turkeys, but they're expanding their range, and uh, people even along the north shore have been seeing wild turkeys. But they, another thing David's been noted is that uh, gray squirrels come for the corn, and, of course, they feed all the animals that come. But uh, two of the, of the gray squirrels are the melanistic form, so they're black gray squirrels. In other words, they're black in color, but the species is gray squirrel. And um, once in a while, someone will call and say, oh, we've got a, a white squirrel in our yard. And uh, in most cases, that's, you know, that form of the gray squirrel. Mary Brislance from Lutzen reports that Lutzen Mountain Ski Area opened this weekend. I know they probably just have a few, they just have a few runs. I saw that on the news. But they have five to six inches of natural snow, and they make snow constantly there. Uh, 
pine siskins, not pine siskins, I'm sorry, pine grosbeaks, snow buntings, and rough-legged hawks continue to be seen in the Luton and Tofty area. Uh, Keith and, and Cheryl Radel from Faribault have 19 bird species coming to their feeding station, including over 60 pine siskins and a pair of red-breasted nuthatches. Many of the birds are drinking water from the two heated bird baths. And I heard you say that when you were talking about Cardinal Corner, how important water is. And um, they said that of the 19 species of birds in their yard, um, the only ones that don't come and drink water are northern cardinals, pileated woodpeckers, and a single brown creeper. They just have one brown creeper coming. All the rest are coming to drink water. You know, Jim, we're getting some reports. Uh, yesterday, too, we had some text messages about uh, folks seeing a bunch of robins in their yards. Yes, yes. And they've been feeding on hackberry fruit. And they've been feeding on crab apples. And you know what? Some of these may end up staying in the Twin Cities area and even along the North Shore and other places for the winter if they can find adequate food. This has been more and more common in the last Oh, I'd say the last 20 years. Ray and Marlene Simon from Northfield drove to the lookout site on the Mississippi River and Backwaters. That's about three miles south of Brownsville. Uh, they were there last Sunday and observed 6,000 to 7,000 tundra swans. And just to listen to them is something and then to see them. Um, and then they said that, uh, the attendant there said that from the DNR said that there could even be a bigger number of these magnificent tundra swans uh, there this weekend. And these swans are coming from the Arctic, and then they're making their way they're here and feeding and resting and so on. Then they'll, they'll go to, say, the Lake Michigan area and eventually end up in Maryland and down as far as North Carolina uh, for the winter. 17 species of birds are coming to Ray and Marlene Simon's feeding station, including lots of juncos, American tree sparrows, fox sparrows, and white-throated sparrows. Tom and Lisa Bovers from Faribault have seen, well, just lately, four species of sparrows, white-throated, American tree, and song sparrow and swamp sparrow. Um, the song sparrow and swamp sparrow they saw at Riverbend Nature Center. As, as late as, the, let's see, the 16th would have been Friday, a uh, flock of, of uh, trumpeter swans uh, was seen over there, and they heard him trumpeting. And that's, that's kind of interesting because people now will see and hear trumpeter swans and tundra swans, and they're best told apart by their sounds. One sounds like a trumpet, the other sometimes sounds like dogs barking in a distance. Say, Jim, some, uh, somebody sent a text yeah. and wondered, is the weather guide calendar you talk about, the new one, available yep. online? Yes, it is. It is, okay. At freshwater.org. Okay, freshwater.org. All right. Yeah. Say, naturalist Barb and Art Straub from Lesseur report that Bucks Lake froze over last Monday the 12th, and on the 13th there was still one lone American white pelican standing on the ice. Other late-to-migrate individuals are 
a male Baltimore Oriole still coming to a grape jelly feeder uh, this weekend, and a gray catbird still visiting a feeding station uh, this weekend there in uh, the sewer area. Lots and lots of neat things happening outdoors now. Wow. Well, let's hope you Do you have any that, other messages that have come through? Uh, the te- temperature, it's two degrees here in Green Isle, Minnesota, is one. And Freeborn oh. County, Hollandale, reports seven below uh, just seven a few minutes below? ago. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. That, and that's, that's in the south. In the south. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's because the sky was clear and the sky wasn't clear in the north. And so the south, southern part of Minnesota has colder temperatures or did this, yeah. this, uh, the, uh, this past night. The than, blanket than disappeared. The yeah. Well, I'll tell you yeah. what, Jim. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. And yes. let's uh, talk Thanks again uh, next Sunday morning. What do you say? Look forward to it. All right. Thank Bye. you, Jim. Jim Gilbert back. Next Sunday morning here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Seven degrees, the forecast is straight ahead. Radio.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.